and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Lego, let me tell you something. You haven't worked construction, Lego. Some of us have done construction, and it's way smellier than you think when you're laying fresh asphalt. Believe me. My wife used to get a phone call that said, get down here now, he's pulling up, and we don't want the smell in the nurse's residence because it was really quite fresh as I came off the crew. Never mind, another story I'll go into another day. This is about making preparations. And it's really strange, because it points out something fascinating. The information's not there in Luke chapter 2. And if you take a look here... You won't find them. You see, in that reading, we're told about families. We're told about Jesus' family. We're told about John's family. That's in his prologue. And you'll notice that John's family, who are cousins of his parents, aren't there. They don't show up. It's not in the record. Now, whether they were there or not, we don't know. But it has puzzled us for centuries. On the other hand, this is a great way to have Advent. New roads, new pathways, cleaning up. Cleaning out the stuff that's not needful. When you go through things, if when you get to be a certain age, you discover that you've got boxes of Christmas ornaments you haven't seen for 40 or 50 years. And some of us remember some of those ornaments and the stories that go on around them. 
those need to be either dealt with and brought out to celebrate or gotten rid of. That is what this text is about, is what do we keep and what do we not keep. And what this text points us to is we need to get rid of a lot of extra stuff in our lives that's getting in the road of us getting to Christmas. We've got two weeks. Two weeks is all. And this prophet is treated just like every other prophet we've ever had, by the way, dear people, badly. Because I'm pointing out to you things that you need to get rid of in your life, that you need to take out. So, for example, in this time, we remember certain people who were treated and abused badly. I discovered a reference as I was looking at this text to a man who has been very with us the last four years, Dr. Semmelweis. Weiss, who was a Hungarian of German descent, who in the early 1800s told the people again and again in the medical profession that hand washing was the best way to lower the mortality rate of newborns. They didn't believe him. It had taken another 40, 50 years before Pasteur and Lister got a hold of it. They didn't believe him. The same thing happens over and over and over again. And I mention him simply because we have been hand-washing like mad. As a matter of fact, I heard an encouragement this past week. Flu season is here. Go wash your hands. Again and again, we hear these things. Now, when we do preparation. It's funny what you see and what you don't see. I got an email the other day about things that are right and things that are not. One more example for you. Little girl said this to a colleague of mine I've known for many years. She said, I like our Christmas tree. And the reason she likes it is because it doesn't look like that. Their Christmas tree has lights on it, and that's all. And she says, when I lie under it and I look up through the branches, I see the stars. I see the cosmos. I see God's love, which is what we're all about, is to see God's love. Because God's love is about to arrive. God's love is about to become human. God's love is about to walk into our lives. And God says to all of us, are you paying attention? Now, admittedly, it's hard to pay attention when the bills are piling up and money's tight and you're trying to stretch every dollar. I watched a woman in a store yesterday stretch a dollar the hard way. She went through every one of the cauliflower that were in this huge bin 
And then she walks up with the worst looking one and says, do I get a discount? She's looking to stretch every buck. That's where we are at this point, dear friends. God says to us, behold, I am giving you a priceless gift. Now, the question that we all need to stop and ask right here in the middle of the preparations is, what else do we need to set aside? What else do we need to move? Where else do we need to put it away so that truly we're focused and prepared for the coming of this child, the coming of this baby? Because when God walks in, I'm not doing with fanfare and lights and celebrations and all that stuff. I'm going to come very quietly landing in behind the Motel 6 next to the dumpster. That's where you're going to find me. And are we ready for him to walk in? Amen.